Friday, April 23rd, 2021, and welcome to episode number 980, 20 episodes away from the big 1,000 of the Mothership broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on Mothership, on TalkShoe.com, blooper time there, <laughs> TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, 
that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, of course, being brought to us by, of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, who is, of course, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, will, of course, be our friends at 411mania.com. Uh, we have not heard anything from the human suplex machine, John Gross, as of yet. But hopefully we will. If we do not hear from him by the time the end of our news segment pops up, then I will be bringing you also your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, as well. We hope to hear from some more folks popping on in here within the next few moments. In the meantime here, folks, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything we have planned to talk about here tonight, Please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 138055-POUNDS. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have planned on talking about here tonight, which will include, and of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, will be, of course, a review of our personal thoughts and opinions about tonight's edition of WWE SmackDown. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, will be, of course, also be giving our personal thoughts and opinions here about this Sunday's Impact Rebellion pay-per-view. We do have, I believe, eight matches lined up here for that, and we'll be doing some big-time monumental discussion here about this. As, of course, a lot of these matches, matches, of course, I'm sure will have a great deal of significance on the direction of where Impact Wrestling is going to go. And of course, also it could also impact where AEW is going to go. Of course, and one of the, was obviously one of the bouts there, the the title versus title match, of course, between Rich Swan and Kenny Omega. So we'll definitely do some discussion about all this here tonight, here folks. But we'll have a lot to cover here, of course, here indeed. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, it is 8:55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As we said, on Friday, April 23rd, 2021, let us now proceed directly to 411mania.com and bring you, of course, the latest wrestling uh, news and views here tonight. Of course, we, as always, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS radio network, for allowing us here in the, for, like I said, in the radio, in the WCWS radio network for of course, I us to read their stories on all of our shows. In addition to Revolution, of course, uh, also on Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, WCWS This Morning, as well as, of course, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also WCWS Sports Machine. And, of course, we hope to have a uh, help to be able to implement 411 Mania into a lot more of our other broadcasts, of course, as we get... Uh, get closer and closer to hopefully getting our shows back up and running here in 2021. Let's not, let's not hesitate. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and get right on into it here with our first story of the night. Jeremy Thomas posted this story uh, as apparently now the match for the SmackDown women's title has been set for WrestleMania backlash. And I am not believing what I am seeing. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, WWE has confirmed the opponent for Bianca Belair's SmackDown Women's title defense at WrestleMania Backlash. WWE announced in a new video that before SmackDown that Belair will defend the championship she won at WrestleMania against Bayley. 
This show is going to go right down the tube, ladies and gentlemen. I think that match is probably going to be the one to do it. In the main event of the first night of WrestleMania, Belair realized her dream when she conquered Sasha Banks and captured the SmackDown Women's title in epic fashion. There is no rest at the top of the mountain, however, as the EST of SmackDown would not put her coveted title on the line against Bayley at WrestleMania Backlash. The longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion in history is as dangerous as they come and already has an extremely turbulent history with Bel Air on the blue brand. After being embarrassed by WWE Hall of Famers, the Bella Twins, on the grandest stage of them all, the role model will certainly will surely be motivated to remind everyone of just how good she really is against a dynamic new title holder. Who will emerge from the much-anticipated showdown with the SmackDown Women's Championship in her possession? Do not miss WrestleMania Backlash Sunday, May 16th at 7, 4 Central, streaming exclusively on Peacock in the United States and the WWE Network everywhere else. Of course, WWE posted this on their Twitter account, breaking at its Bailey WWE will challenge at Bianca Belair WWE for the hashtag SmackDown Women's title at, Wrestle, at hashtag WrestleMania Backlash. And of course, also it's got a uh, link here about but what's in this, what is in store t- tonight on uh, SmackDown. Of course, I am I am of course sh- kind of shocked. Well, in a way, in a way I'm not, but I mean, I figure sooner or later Bailey was going to try to weasel her way into another opportunity for that title. But I didn't think I was. I, we didn't think it was going to be that soon. But, of course, obviously, she had to kiss a lot of tail in order to do it. And, boy, she kissed enough of it all right to get this opportunity. And we'll do some talking about that here coming up here in just a few minutes. 411 Mania has provided live, is providing live coverage tonight for uh, for the, uh, tonight's episode of SmackDown. So be sure if you'd like to check that out, go to 411mania.com in the wrestling section and, and click on, of course, uh, Click on, of course, that uh, that that uh, link right there to uh, to check out their live coverage. Our next story comes to us from Jeremy Thomas, as some matches have been announced for this week's edition of 205 Live. WWE has announced the matches for tonight's episode of 205 Live, featuring August Gray versus Ashanti the Adonis and more. The company announced on Friday that Gray will battle Adonis, while Arya Davari and Tony Nese will take on the Bollywood Boys. Here's the full announcement. Several weeks ago, August Gray uncharacteristically used the ropes for leverage to pick up a win against Arya Davari. But for WWE Universe members who expected the typically short-tempered Persian Prince to blow a gasket and feed for the foreseeable future, that certainly hasn't been the case. He said Davari seems intrigued by the life of the party and his willingness to break the rules to score a victory, even raising his arm following Gray's win against Ashanti the Adonis last month tonight gray once again takes on adonis who earned a victory of his own against davari last month who will emerge victorious in a battle of two of two of five lives most athletic superstars and will davari make his presence known in another of gray's matchups speaking of davari he'll be in action alongside tony nice in a tag team bout against the bollywood boys after several attempts bali rise recently claimed their first win when sunil singh Join forces with Chase Parker to take down the premier athlete and Davari De Niro. Can the Bollywood boys accomplish the same feat? Find out on a must-see edition of 205 Live, streaming tonight at 10, 9 Central on Peacock in the U.S. and on the WWE Network everywhere else. It seems how I don't know why in the world that uh, 
that that, that this is not how, that that peacock has not spread out anywhere everywhere else. It's, it's kind of unbelievable, but but of course we'll just have to wait and see what happens here. Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story as there are some highlights of, as he has some highlights on this week's edition of Impact as the Good Brothers do send the message and also the debut of Rachel Ellery. <clears throat> of course, Impact Wrestling has released the highlights for this week's episode of Impact, the go-home show for Rebellion. Of course, there's a video. You see the clips uh, down here for the video, some of the videos. And, of course, you can check out uh, For Love Mania's Jake Irene's review of the episode. There's a link on there if you wish to, of course, uh, ch check that out here, of course, as well. And, of course, as we said, uh, Rachel Ellerin, of course, did make her presence known, of course, here on uh, Impact last night, of course. And apparently now she's going to be Jordan Grace's tag team partner when they take on Fire and Flavor for the Impact Knockouts tag team titles. So it's going to be a very unique. Uh, it's going it's going to be truly, truly uh, uh, unique right there. So be sure to, of course, check that out here, of course, as well. Our next story here. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Al Snow talks about his friendship with Mick Foley and Foley, jo Foley joining the job squad. Al Snow reflected on his time in the job squad in WWE and his friendship with Mick Foley in a new interview. Snow spoke with Wrestling Inc. for a new interview discussing that era of his career, and here are some of the highlights. On Mick Foley joining the job squad, Al Snow says, if they had taken it like they were starting to take it, that direction where we were, where, where we were a group of rebels fighting against the cause, and Mick was, Mick was part of us too. It was kind of like the Island of Misfit Toys type of thing. I think it would have worked. It would have resonated, but then I think they saw the potential for it because we had one, that one run-in with Mick in the ring. They shifted the idea over to DX of somebody rebelling against the standard, against the establishment type of thing. On his friendship with Foley, Al Snow says, we're still friends. I haven't seen him in a while and haven't gotten to talk to him because you get so busy going in your, in your separate directions. It's just it's just what it is. One of the few things I've learned in life is, is that one. It's relentless and never stops. And two, as a professional wrestler, you're always looking to the next day. You're always looking ahead. You're always looking forward. So sometimes that's a little hard to keep in touch with. And keep contact, <clears throat> and keep contact to people because it's good when they're when they're right there with you and in the car beside you, and they're going to hotels and restaurants with you. You make a bond and a camaraderie. The great thing is, with for all of us within the wrestling business, we may not see each other for six months, a year, or two years. The minute we see each other back at a convention or something, it's like a family reunion. None of that time has passed. It was irrelevant, and we reconnect. I don't even think that's a reconnection. I don't think that the connection's ever gone. We just pick right back up. Literally, I've walked up to people and we've had a conversation the last time <clears throat> we were in a car, walked up, hey, hugged, and that conversation picked right back up where we had in the car six or seven years ago without missing a beat. It wasn't, hey, what have you been doing? Just, hey, remember you said such and such in car and, and yeah, you didn't agree and go right back at it again.
Let's see. Art. Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story as John Cena shares a workout video for, 40, for his 44th birthday and also said he is motivating John Oliver. Hmm. John Cena and John Oliver both turned 44 on Friday and Cena shared a workout video knowing that he and the HBO hosts have agreed to motivate each other. Cena has appeared on Oliver's last week tonight more than once and Oliver has noted in the past that he and Cena are the exact same age while Pokemon has his own physique as he is as he is he is wont to do. Cena shared a clip of his workout routine writing the world knows at last week tonight John John Oliver and myself share a birthday and a disciplined passion for fitness. Now the year passes and one continuously struggle one continuously struggles to, to keep up. Both now 44 we've agreed to motivate each other by posting our progress. His will be posted on my uh, IG Hashtag John V. John. He then included a picture of a photoshopped Oliver to Instagram. Of course, you can see the picture, of course, on, on this page. Oliver shared his, has shared his own video writing, Happy birthday, buddy. Together, we redefine what 44 can look like. Hashtag discipline. Passion for fitness. Hashtag uh, no blinking. Hashtag birthday beast. Hashtag all day, every day. Hashtag fit fam. Hashtag inspire. Hashtag Fast10. Hashtag John V. John. <laughs> so nice, nice picture, of course, there indeed. But of course, like I said, they photoshopped it right there of uh, John Oliver's face on a, on, on a muscular body. So uh, very unique there, of course, here indeed. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as MVP reacts to a fan saying that he should make Keith Lee his bodyguard. MVP took to Instagram to disagree with a fan who said that he should help Keith Lee return by putting him in the hurt business. As it has been reported, Lee has been out of action since February due to health reasons. And a fan posted to one of MVP's Instagram posts suggesting that the raw personality helped Lee in his return writing, and this was per Wrestling Inc., you should help at real Keith Lee make his return by introducing him as your bodyguard or something in the hurt business. MVP was to sink in his response right simply, no, I shouldn't. He did not clarify his reasoning for his disagreement. When Lee was last on TV, he was chasing the U.S. title and was set to compete for the championship at Elimination Chamber against Riddle and then champion Bobby Lashley. <clears throat> John Morrison ended up getting Lee's spot in the match, which Riddle won to win the title. Lashley, of course, will only win the WWE Championship soon after. So apparently, like I said, it looks like it looks like at some point down the road we may not end up seeing Keith Lee as part of the Hurt Business because of that comment by MVP. Jeremy Thomas posted this story. As Pat McAfee talks about finding his heel balance for SmackDown commentary and also not having Vince McMahon in his ear. Pat McAfee still finds his balance as SmackDown's new commentator and he discussed how he's adjusting to the role in a new interview. McAfee spoke with the New York Post about his new gig on the announce team and here's some highlights. On finding the balance for his commentary role, McAfee says, I'm trying to be something that provides a little more assist for stories that are happening as opposed to 
interjected myself in stores, but but it was difficult not to be a heel full time in there. I will say I think that will naturally turn up turn up a little bit. I don't think you ever expect me going on to commentary. Maybe it will happen, but I don't think so though. Uh, me saying it must suck to suck or whatever to whoever uh, uh, is listening. I don't know if that's going to happen. Maybe it will. Maybe that's how it, it will kind of feel and lead to. But for me, I, I'm naturally more of a heel. But I also want to make sure that I'm not distracting them from all the incredible things going on SmackDown. On studying the team of Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan to actually prepare for this, McAfee says, I think there's a lot of greats. Obviously, I think a lot of people help shape my personality. But I'm really trying to make it my own in there. There's going to hopefully be some traits of people I've watched over the years that you might hear a little bit of influence from, but I hope to really make it my own. I don't not, and also on not having Mr. Man directed his commentary, McAfee says, it was, I was kind of bummed that he wasn't there last week, believe it or not. You know, I heard the horror stories from everybody else. I can't wait to get a chance to experience one of the great American businessmen of all time. That's the way I view it. Because I don't know who he's talking about. I'm one of the great American businessmen, but obviously Vince McMahon is not one of them. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as WWE announces a new international talent at Performance Center and also a new assistant coach. WWE has officially announced the addition of some international talents at the Performance Center, including a new assistant coach. The company announced the new class members, which includes the already revealed Sarai, who made her debut on NXT, and also coaching staff member Hideki Suzuki. Here are some announcements. Here's the announcement. Our new group of international recruits have reported for training to WWE Performance Center in Orlando. The class brings a wide variety of experience both in the ring and, other, and in other athletic endeavors. Saori Fujimura, who debuted on NXT TV as Sarai, the 24-year-old with nearly a decade of experience in the ring already, competing under the name Sari, she made her mark in the Japanese Joshi circuit for promotions like Miko Satomura's Sendai Girls, JWP Joshi Pirasau, and World Woman Pro Wrestling Diana. Sanjana George, the 24-year-old from Bangalore, India, in addition to her passion for running grueling obstacle courses, George also holds a 5-1 record in mixed martial arts. Jennifer Michelle Cantu Iglesias is a 23-year-old champion powerlifter from Monterey, Mexico. Hideki Suzuki joins the WWE PC's coaching, coaching staff. The Hakata Japan native trained in Catches Catch Can Wrestling and Japan Snake Pit under the legendary Billy Robinson before stepping into the ring for Big Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestle One and Zero One, among others. In 2017, Suzuki was named the MVP of Japanese Independent Wrestling by Samurai TV. Matt Farrelly of Sydney, Australia, is a former history teacher with experience in the ring and on reality television. He competed on Australian Survivor Champions versus Contenders in 2019. And also Stephanie D. Landry of Sydney, Australia, has a background in dance and soccer and has been a standout on the independent wrestling scene down under. And, of course, that's where J.D. goes. Sometimes he goes down under. But I won't say anything else about that. And Blake Lavelle posts this story here. As Impact Wrestling viewership and ratings are up for the go-home show for this Sunday's Rebellion. 
Showbuzz Daily has the details on the viewership for Thursday's edition of Impact Wrestling on Access TV, which was the go-home show for Sunday's Rebellion pay-per-view that will feature Kenny Omega versus, versus Rich Swan in a title versus title match. Impact notched an overnight audience of 145,000 viewers, and that's up from the 132,000 viewers that it brought in on the April 15th edition. As for the key 18 to 49 demo, Impact drew a 0.05 rating, which is up from the 0.04 rating from the previous edition of the show on Axis TV. Overall, Impact ranked 132nd for the evening in the top 150 shows on cable, and that's up from its 144th ranking for last week's episode. Some more stories popping up here, of course, uh, tonight. Joseph Lee posted this story as apparently Charlotte has lashed, is lashing out at Dave Meltzer for comments about her appearance. In a series of posts on Twitter, Charlotte Flair lashed out at Dave Meltzer for comments he made on Wrestling Observer Radio, in which he commented on her appearance. During the episode, Meltzer confirmed previous reports that her suspension was to cover some dental work she was having done, but then took it by saying she was getting a complete makeover because she was subconscious about her looks. He said she's she's just having a she's just having a complete makeover, you know. That says basically what's happened. So it's one of those things, you know. They make you real subconscious about your looks when you're a woman in wrestling, and it's just one of the negatives about it. But it's a reality of it. Flair wrote in response, "Yeah, I just listened. I thought at Dave Meltzer, WOM would have learned his lesson last time, commented about women's bodies, but apparently I'm fair game, so I get to respond again to a rumor about my body again." You know what? This is when I stop. Dave, go to hell. You have my phone number. It would take you 30 seconds to ask and oppose, ask as opposed to giving straight crap to your listeners. Grow up for you, for, for you of all people to comment on a woman's looks. Do you have do you have any shame, decency, or professionalism left at all? Find a mirror. Find a mirror. Look hard, Dave. <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. And, uh, and of course, Moose from Impact replied by saying, wouldn't worry about Dave. I mean, he looks like my, my vacuum cleaner bag when it's full. You look like a goddess. Don't sweat it. When asked about by a fan, Meltzer simply told him to listen to the entire show. And he said, and they said that he said that on his Twitter account here today. So apparently there's a little bit of war of the words here, apparently between Charlotte and Dave Meltzer. So apparently Meltzer has gotten under the skin of a WWE superstar. So let's wait and see what happens there. Joseph Lee posted this story here as Randy Orton was reportedly injured on Monday Night Raw. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that Randy Orton seems to have suffered a right shoulder injury during his match with Matt Riddle on Monday's episode of Raw. At this time, it is unknown how severe the injury is. It's believed that Orton hurt himself during his power slam on Riddle. And after that point, he mostly relied on his left arm. Riddle also never touched the right arm in the match. It was known that Orton could have been simply selling to fool a few people, but that was unlikely. WWE has yet to comment on the injury. Orton has had shoulder issues in the past. We may have made some comments about this last night, but I want to mention this here as well. Joseph Lee posted this story. Today, as WWE releases another member of the staff, <clears throat> WWE has made some releases from their staff last night, making cuts in the talent relations and communications departments. 
This included the departure of Director of Talent Relations, Nicole Zioli, and Vice President of Communications, Mead Rust. Referee John Cohn has also been removed from his position as a senior manager in the Talent Relations Department, although he will still be a referee. The Rest Observer Newsletter reports that WWE has also released Joe Villa, who worked in the Media and Communications Department. Joseph Lee posted, posted this story as apparently, ladies and gentlemen, Terry Funk has, a, has sadly has officially test, tested positive for the virus. The Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that Terry Funk was recently diagnosed with the virus. He believed he tested positive after attending church a few weeks ago. Other than being in quarantine, he is said to be okay. Of course, uh, 411 Mania and from the WWS Radio Network, of course, everyone's best wishes go out to Mr. Terry Funk. And we will give you more updates about that as we get some more in, of course, about, about Mr. Funk's situation. And one last story that came out last night from Jeremy Thomas. Uh, apparently, Mojo Raleigh denies a rumor that he was actually let go in March. Mojo Raleigh has shot down reports that his release actually came earlier than it was announced. As previously reported, Raleigh was released last week just as at the tail end of the spat of releases announced on Wednesday. A report has been circulating stemming from an initial PW Insider report per Heal by Nature that Raleigh was quietly let go in early March, and his release announcement was held off until last week. Raleigh spoke with Spiteful Select and denied that news, knowing that he still believed he was with the company until just an hour before his release was publicly announced. He confirmed that he was released on April 15th and said that his statement said that his statement that his next chapter officially begins May 31st was not an indication that he was, was, was let go before that. So we'll definitely, of course, ladies and gentlemen, keep all that in mind here as we, uh, <clears throat> as we continue to, of course, monitor, monitor, of course, uh, everything there. We do thank, of course, our friends at 411mania.com once again for providing us with our, Wrestling news and views here segment here for tonight. Of course, of course, also we do acknowledge our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, who is of course uh, King and W.O. Gerard P. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo. They bring you all the news. That's, they bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. <coughs> of course, uh, uh, <coughs> and and of course, the, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way. Of course. To make it fit. And of course, in the case of GTS, Super Glue and Duct Tape, you cannot beat that old fashioned combination, nor would we ever have never tried to do so in the past coming up on six years. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I think John has not yet arrived here yet, so I'll be bringing you your wrestling and also pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, here for today. We, of course, will start off with our wrestling history here. Let's see what we have, of course, here on tap here for tonight in that area. Just a second here. Uh, uh, let's see here. Yes. On this day, 1979, Ricky Steamboat and Paul Jones snared the NWA tag team titles in, in my neck of the woods, Greensboro, North Carolina, with a win over the mass superstar and Ken Patera. On this date in 1988, the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup Tag Team Tournament was held for the last time until its revival in 2019. In the final, Sting and Lex Luger defeated Telly Blanchard and Arn Anderson. 
on his day in 1990 when the Ultimate Warrior defeated Hulk Hogan to win the WWF title at WrestleMania 6. He was immediately forced to vacate the Intercontinental title with a tournament set to crown a new champion. The first semifinal was held on this date in Austin, Texas, with Mr. Perfect defeating Tito Santana. However, the following night, Rowdy Roddy Piper and the model Rick Mortel fought to a double DQ in the other semifinal match. As a result, both men were eliminated from the tournament and therefore the Perfect versus Santana match that has already happened became the de facto final, and Mr. Perfect was declared the new champion. On this day in 2016, a lockdown was held at the Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida. The main event was a lethal lockdown match that saw Sting's Warriors, who was Sting, AJ Styles, Rhino, and Ronda Truth Killings, defeated Jarrett's Army, who was Jeff Jarrett, Scott Steiner, Chris Harris, and James Storm. On his day in 2007, WWE Raw was taped from Earl's Court in London, England. The main event saw Shawn Michaels defeat WWE Champion John Cena in a one-fall bout that lasted just short of one hour. And on his day in 2012, on an episode of Raw from Detroit, Michigan, Nikki Bella won the Divas title in a Lumberjill match against Beth Phoenix. And we have, of course, a good amount of birthdays here, of course, here to bring you here, folks. Uh, let's go ahead and bring those. Let's go ahead and, of course, bring those here to you. Uh, let's see. Today uh, so we wish a happy 36th birthday to Jamie Hayter. We also wish a very happy 30th birthday to AEW superstar Dr. Britt Baker. Also wish a very happy 34th birthday to, of course, T-Bar, of course, also known as Dominant Jakovic. We also wish a very happy 35th birthday to Jesse Goddard. We also wish a very happy 37th birthday to Moose. As we said earlier, we wish a very happy 44th birthday to John Cena. Today would have been to the... The 60th birthday of Freebird Terry Gordy. And today, today, something went wrong. Please try again. Today, Tony, WB Hall of Famer Tony Atlas turns 77 years old. So happy birthday to Jamie Hader, Britt Baker, T Bar, Jesse Goddard, Moose, John Cena, the late Terry Gordy and Tony Atlas here tonight. Let's, of course, now, let's, of course, now bring you your uh, uh, pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, here for today. Uh, <clears throat> let's see, we'll just, we'll just highlight some key moments here, of course, here indeed. On this date, 1984, the AIDS virus was identified as HTLV3, which was known as which was AIDS stands for Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome. Uh, on this date in 2016, Beyonce releases her sixth album called Lemonade with a one-hour film on HBO. Uh, also, also of course, by the way, we found out that that Beyonce, Beyonce, after learning about this, was doused in a in a big tub of lemonade. That's why she's that sour. Hey, that cheap. On his day in sports, ladies and gentlemen, in 2013, West Indian cricketer Chris Gale smashes the fastest century in history with 
30 balls. On this day in 2009, a gamma ray burst or 090423 is observed for 10 seconds, the most distant object of any kind and also the oldest known object in the universe. Of course, next to JD's, what's left of JD's penis. Uh, <clears throat> also today, uh, ladies and gentlemen, today would have been, uh, let's see. Today, today, of course, uh, let's see. Uh, today would have been the 93rd birthday of legendary um, child actress Shirley Temple, of course, Shirley Temple Black. She sadly passed away seven years ago in 2014. I want to say 1989, wine merchant William Sucklin breaks a bottle of 1787 Chateau Margaux possibly belonging to President Thomas Jefferson, worth $500,000 at the Four Seasons Restaurant in New York. <clears throat> I'll just uh, see. Uh, some weddings here to talk about here. Uh, um, film, I'm going to say 1925, film, film producer Samuel Goldwyn, who was 42 at the time, marries actress Frances Howard, who was only 21 at the time. Some divorces right here. I'll just say 1982, Professional boxer George Foreman, who was 33 at the time, divorces Sharon Goodson after seven months of marriage. On this date, 1992, British Princess Anne, the Princess Royal, and her first husband, Captain Mark Phillips, divorced after 19 years. And also on this date, 1993, Motley Crue band member Mike Morris files for, for divorce from Emil Cannon. Some passings, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the man who, of course, was responsible. Oh, first, I will say first off, one of the most legendary playwrights, of course, in history, William Shakespeare, died on this date in 1616. Also, the man responsible, of course, for the, the, of course, the heinous murder of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. James Earl Ray, of course, passed away on this date in 1998. And former Russian president. Uh, uh, Boris Yeltsin passed away on this date in two in two thousand and uh, in two thousand and seven. Let's see. Let's check, of course, uh, some movies and some movies and pop culture. Um, some movies and TV, of course, uh, history and birthdays. On this date, 1931, the U.S. gangster film The Public Enemy, starring James Cadney and Gene Harlow, premieres. 1948, on this date, KSTP TV Channel 5 in St. Paul, Minneapolis, Minnesota. ABC affiliate begins its first broadcast. 1953, KTAR, now KPNX TV Channel 12 in Phoenix, Arizona. And NBC affiliate begins their broadcasting. Also, 1953, WCOV TV Channel 20 in Montgomery, Alabama, started out as an independent station. Now, a CBS affiliate begins their broadcasting. Also, 1953, the movie Shane, directed by George Stevens and based on the 1949 novel by Jack Schaefer, starring Alan Ladd and Gene Arthur, was officially released. On this day, 1969, the ABC Masters Bowling Tournament was won by Jim Chesney. On this day, 1989, CBS premiered, 
CBS's premiere of Fat-Based, The Littlest Victims, based on Newark, New Jersey physician James Olskitt as the first doctor to discover AIDS in children. And also, in 1996, the 49th Annual British Film and TV Awards, the movie Sense and Sensibility won Best Film, and Michael Rafford won Best Director. As we said, uh, as we did, as we said, Shirley Temple would have turned 93 years old here today. Um, the man responsible for the film documentary Roger and Me a long time ago, as well as Fahrenheit 911, among other 911, and, and, and among others. Michael Moore today turned 67, and as we said, WWE superstar and actor John Cena today turns 44. Notable passings that took place on this date, 1827, Johanna Cornello Wadier Zainis, an actress of Dutch descent who is in uh, Phaedria and Lady Macbeth, passes away at the age of 65. On this date, 1957, William Orleman, an actor of Danish descent who was in Flesh and the Devil and the Wind, dies at the age of 89. On this date, 1965, Josephine, Josephine J. Fien de la who was also an actress of Dutch descent, who was in Pygmalion, passes away at the age of 67. And on this date, 1969, Krzysztof Komita, a jazz and film composer of Polish descent, and also a pianist who did music for the movie Rosemary's Baby, sadly dies of head injuries as a result of a fall at the age of only 37 years old. And of course, as we said, uh, Samuel Goldwyn marries Francis, Francis Howard on his day in 1925. And also on his day in 2006, Joe Don Rooney, who was the guitarist for the group Rascal Flats, was 30 at the time, marries Playboy's 2005 Playmate of the Year, Tiffany Fallon, who was 31 at the time, in an intimate ceremony held on the beach at San Jose del Cabo in Mexico. Let's check out, of course, some music right here. And we'll do some of the most recent stuff here. Um, let's see. Yes. On this date, 1955, Robert Wright and George Forrest musical Kismet closes at Ziegfeld Theater, New York City, after 583 performances. On 1958, Robert Kirkus, the good soldier Schwick, with libretto written by Abe Mirapal, premiered at the New York City Opera. I say 1959, Destry Rides again opens at Imperial Theater in New York City for 472 performances. As we said, one birthday of music, uh, one music birthday here, like I said, John Cena today turns 44. Uh, and we did say Joe, Joe Don Rooney marries uh, Tiffany Fallon in San Jose del Cabo, Mexico, on this date in 2006. And of course, on this date in sports, Let's see what we have here. Uh, um, 1950 on this date, the first major league city, major league day game completed under lights as the Phillies defeat the Braves six to five. Olympian Chloe Kim today turns 21, and one passing here, Tim Keith, passed away on this date in uh, 1933. And of course, we did say. As we did say, of course, George Foreman, 
divorces Sharon Goodson after seven months of marriage on this date in 1982. Now, folks, that's all we got for our wrestling and pop culture today. We do. Also, we do that. I want to thank Four Leather Mania for our wrestling news. Uh, now standing by, we have someone here joining us right here, of course, even as we speak. Uh, of course, he is the general manager of WCW US Fan Empire, of course, right here on Facebook. He is a multiple time title host, a trivia gladiator tag team champions alongside the Heartbreak Kids Ponzi, as well as one fourth of the eight man tag team champions alongside JD, John, and Mitt. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he's simply known as the man with the golden voice. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, here tonight, uh, he is taking us another step in the right direction. He's actually, actually in celebration, of course, of the album that was released by Beyonce that I just now mentioned a moment ago. He's actually dressing up just like a lemon. I have no idea why. Yeah, because because he's telling Beyonce, never mind, I ain't going to go that far. Uh, anyway, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he is, of course, still uh, of course, uh, dancing like Chevy Checker. He's also, um, let's see. Well, I don't know how he's dancing, to be honest with you. He's not doing Chevy Checker. He's doing something else. I can't tell what it is exactly. But of course, uh, but 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 I mean, but what? However, it is he's he's dancing like Michael. That's that's right, Michael Jackson. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's going. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Anyway, uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he does kind of resemble, of course, uh, he is common cross between Lionel Richie, so of course, Arsenio Hall. Where, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you think about it here for just a minute. On some occasions at night when he goes to bed, he actually does something like this. Hello. Ooh, 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 ooh. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to let's welcome to episode number nine eighty. Of course, the rebel happy here with us here tonight. Hey, Chad. Uh, so far, Justin, you are the update on something that did happen. Is back on TV. Apparently, he's on the SmackDown brand. Uh, apparently, also.
Hello? Chat? Hey, hello? Chad, can you hear me?
ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I 100% apologize for not talking within the last few moments. Apparently, I seem to have had an internet glitch <coughs> take place here. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. We're not sure what happened. We are expecting to have some clouds and possibly some rainy weather around uh, here in Trinity, North Carolina. Uh, so uh, my apologies if we kind of zoned out here for just a few moments. But we're back on here, of course, here. Uh, with Hopefully we'll be able to stay on for a little while here on the 980, of course, here Revolution. Justin, um, like I said, uh, my apologies for that, sir. Well, uh, thank you for sticking around here. Um, what I was trying, what I, what I was asking before all this happened was that I, I, I read here, obviously, in the, in the news here, of course, obviously, you did post me an update here uh, momentarily that uh, that uh, Alistair Black apparently seems to be back on TV, and it looks like he's, he's back on SmackDown. But I'm sure, obviously, of course, one story that I've actually read here earlier that kind of made me cringe a little bit was the fact that once again, I don't know how she did it. Well, of course, I have an idea as to how she did it, but I hated, I hated the way that uh, I hated the way that she that she was able to proceed. Um, and that was obviously, of course, uh, at WrestleMania backlash. It seems Bianca Belair is once again going to be is going to is oh going to, oh it, it, yeah, I want to say something about that. Yeah, I want to say something about that. That, that, that me okay, but let me finish. That apparently uh, the SmackDown Women's title, of course, is in danger. Of course, of being of of, of uh, as in, as, in as, as I'm now calling it, going to probably be pretty much here in danger. As obviously, of course, Bianca Belair now will have to defend that title against I don't know how in the world she got it, but apparently against Bailey. How Bailey got yeah. that opportunity, I have no idea why. But, but Justin, I know you probably have something to say about that, so please go ahead and proceed. What's your thoughts about this situation? You know, I, you know what I'm thinking about this, Chad? I'm thinking, you know, um, I know Sasha Banks is not on. I've I seen Sasha Banks not on TV tonight. I, um, um, I, um, she's no. I, 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 um, Sasha Banks. I know. Um, I know. I haven't seen Sasha Banks on on TV right tonight. She's a no 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 show tonight. No, I know what's good. I think I'm. I smell something funny. I can see. I'm, I'm learning that. No wonder why. So I'm learning right now that why. No wonder why Sasha Banks is on SmackDown tonight and why she no show. I'm thinking about this at WrestleMania Backlash. I'm thinking that Sasha is gonna screw Bianca Belair at this stupid pay per view named Bianca Be yeah, WrestleMania Backlash and reunite with Bailey and cost. Cost um Bianca the SmackDown Women's Title because I can see why no no why she's not on SmackDown tonight and I, and I and then how Bailey was laughing at Bianca. You know what I'm thinking, Chad? I know you're gonna agree with me on this. I'm um I think I think I, let me tell you something about Sasha. I know exactly, I know what this is all about. This isn't about this isn't about the fact that that um that um um Sasha Banks has not. Won a WrestleMania match over um um has never won a WrestleMania match. This is all about the fact that Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair, was the, was um better more better than her. 
she was the better woman and she had more skills than her and and she and and she's she, she, she's thinking that um she's trying to and bianca th and she thinks bianca's trying to hog, hog um get um hog, hog the spotlight and steal her thunder but you know what chad i think sasha banks needs to look in the mirror because uh -huh. right. she was she was better woman one she lost and she needs to she lost at wrestlemania 37 and she needs to suck it up oh yeah and oh, i agree and apparently this is all stemming from apparently the fact that bailey felt that she was embarrassed by the Bellas at WrestleMania, and apparently that seems to have probably lit a fire under her hind end or something. But what I see basically happening here, Justin, pretty much is that I once again, I smell a I smell a I smell I smell a Boston hug ringing. Well, right. Well, let, let me let me let me let me pass this along here. That basically she had to kiss some more tail in order to try to get back get back up on top. John actually made a com I made a post about this, um, obviously saying that this might end up being a pretty decent match. But in my own personal point of view and all that, I say this is just another opportunity for Bailey to steal the spotlight and steal the thunder from a well-deserving, well-deserving superstar who deserves to have a good run with that belt. And this may be one of Bian this may be Bianca Belair's biggest test. See if she can hold on to that belt, of course, right after, of course, when earning that opportunity, you know, and winning that belt from Sasha here at, you know, at WrestleMania that just happened here several weeks ago. So, obvi so obviously, here, Bailey had to kiss some more high end to get that to get, to get back in that position and not giving that opportunity to somebody who that who might actually deserve to have that shot. There's so many other female competitors on her that deserve to have the opportunity. But Bailey is not certainly one of them, in my personal opinion. So I hope, like I said, I hope and pray to God that Bianca's I mean, I'll be definitely be rooting for Bia Bel Air. I, I hope she does success. I hope she successfully successfully defends her title. Successfully defends it. Well, shit, well, sure. I personally agree with that. I personally do, uh, but I do hope and pray, of course, like I said, that uh, of course it, that 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 you know that that the match is halfway decent, you know, and you know Bailey doesn't try any underhanded tricks and all that, you know. I, I don't think the I don't think Bailey is the first superstar that the Bell Trends have pretty much screwed, uh, screwed around over the last last few years and all that, but. Obviously, of course, what they did to Bailey at WrestleMania, everyone seemed to definitely enjoy that because they just after just coming off the heels of picking up the Hall of Fame induction this year, um, you know, apparently, you know, not I mean Bailey pretty much was also downplaying another fellow Hall of Famer, of course, in the legendary Hulk Hogan in the process here too, but apparently Bailey felt like I said that she. Once again, is trying to hog spotlight and is just trying to be on top. Of course, Bailey being ba Bailey being on top is kind of like uh, it's kind of like uh, um, to me it's just to me it's just kind of like uh, 
JD finally getting a piece of tail and might become an impossible feat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but like I said, everybody's going to have their particular take about all of this. Um, uh, but of course we hope to see, we hope to see, of course, something happen, happen here with this. And I, like I said, I will go ahead and say, I hope and pray to God that Bianca, of course, knocks Bailey off, 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 off her little, off of cloud nine and all that and knock her back down to earth. Because like I said, Bailey has a Bailey has been bouncing all over the place, you know, ever since this heel thing and all that, just because she's, that's because that she has that distinct honor, and I and we won't take that away from her. She has that distinct honor of holding the SmackDown Women's Title for a, for a good amount of time. Yes, I don't deny that part of it. But the thing about it is, what she simply needs to do is she simply needs to, you know, like I said, step aside for a little bit, and then when the time is appropriate, then take that take that first step. And, you know, like I said, go, go back and try to win it one more time. You know, do it, do it, do it, you know, make it like you earned the opportunity. Don't, don't, just don't take it from anybody else just simply because you're not in the spotlight. I mean, not everybody can be in the spotlight all the time. And Bailey is just, just simply just trying to steal it from everybody else. She did it at WrestleMania. She's going to do it again at WrestleMania Backlash. Which I do agree with you, Justin. That is one of the most stupidest names for a pay-per-view. I mean, WrestleMania, I understand by itself. And Backlash, I understand by itself. Because there's been a lot of great Backlash moments. But I wouldn't say WrestleMania Backlash. I don't see... I would have called it WrestleMania Aftermath or something. Not WrestleMania Backlash. But, but of course, leave it up to Vince McMahon to come up with like a one-sided deal. So... There you have it, of course, oh, right um, there. Um, but Chad, yes. About this new, about this, about this new um, Mortal Kombat movie. I really wish they would have casted um, Akira Shida from AEW as Princess Katana in in the movie. But um, I really, I really wish they had her because she, because I, I honestly, I, I would, because Katana is not in in the movie character. Well, this might this might be kind of a this might be kind of a kind of rebooted edition of this movie. I mean, Katana obviously was in, like I said, one of the, several of the early incarnations of Mortal Kombat. Of course, as far as the movie is concerned, um, of course, joining a lot of the original characters. Of course, like I said, you know that was that premiered back. I mean. In, or in the early '90s, in that in that video game, of course, of course, who didn't play Mortal Kombat as a, as a kid? I mean, I did. I played it all the time. Um, and uh, JD couldn't do it because he didn't know how to control his joystick. Hey, okay. <clears throat> uh, anyway, uh, but um, but I, I agree. I mean, I don't see why they couldn't have brought in a uh, couldn't have brought in maybe a Japanese wrestling superstar to possibly be a part of this and be one of the characters sure but i guess like i said they had they were this was something i'm sure that like i said they were kind of pressed for time on doing and um obviously of course they uh i think that then that movie premiered tonight today 
I think then that movie premiered, or is it has it already premiered? I, I, it was, yeah, I think. It, well, I think it was I think it was released to reach today. It was released today. Okay, so both on theater at theaters and also on HBO Max. I think that's what I heard. So, so, but, but no, I agree with that. But I think they probably want to take a different approach to it. I guess. Oh wait, but, it came. It came out April sixteenth. April sixteenth. Came out last week. Okay, okay, that's right. Okay, I knew it was sometime this month they did it, but okay, it was last week. Okay. All right. Okay. The same. The same. The same time. The uh, same time. J, uh, uh, JD was getting it on in his bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of course, Justin and I both will probably barf about thinking about that situation. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode 980 of WCWS Revolution, ladies and gentlemen. This is Friday, April 23rd, 2021. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, here with you here tonight. We're hoping to hear from some more folks here coming up here this evening. Um, we don't know about John, but we may be hearing from the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo. We also hope to hear from either Danny Famote Clark and or Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dobbs. We hope to hear from them. Uh, we also hope to hear from the Key and Clubs, Mitt Patel. Uh, also, of course, uh, something will, something might come out of JD's pants and talk to us. I don't know. Uh, but, okay, I keep saying something stupid. I'm sorry. My apologies. Uh, but it was funny. So, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and point. I will go ahead and <clears throat> and point this out uh, as as we've been talking about here all along. Uh, on the WWS Pay-Per-View Prediction Center page that we currently have, of course, the matches, of course, for the Impact Rebellion um, uh, uh, Pay-Per-View, of course, coming up. Uh, of course, um, there's a lot of voting going on even as we speak. Um, and I'm pretty certain that, of course, like I said, one update that we can give you from this is the fact that George, we did find out as of last night on Impact that Jordan Grace's tag team partner in going after the knockouts tag team titles on Sunday is, of course, the daughter of of, uh, of Wrestling Hall of Famer Paul Ellering. His daughter, Rachel Ellering, will be Jordan Grace's tag team partner going into, of course, uh, this tag tag title match. Um, obviously, obviously, of course, uh, <clears throat> the Good Brothers hope to regain, of course, the uh, – Impact tag team titles from the team known as Finjuice. Of course, Kenny Omega and Rich Swan are going to go at it with both the AEW and Impact World titles, of course, up for grabs. Uh, Deanna Peraza, of course, defends the knockout title against, of course, the girl formerly known as Emma, now known as Tennille Dashwood. Of course, now known as, as Tennille Dashwood. Uh, <clears throat> and, of course, uh, of course, the ratings for last night's edition of Impact, of course, was pretty darn good. Uh, given the fact that uh, you know, you know, give, given the fact this was the go home show for this Sunday's Rebellion pay per view, they didn't finish that strongly in the cable top 150. I think they finished a hundred and they were in 132nd place. So, so, but nevertheless, here of course, like I said, that right there really 
really helped them jump up a little bit from where they were last week. Uh, but nevertheless, here, folks, this all be a good show, of course, coming up here. Coming up here, of course, here on uh, on Sunday. And as we said, ladies and gentlemen, we have our prediction title challenge up and running, of course, even as we speak. A lot of people, of course, still voting for a lot of the matches here. And, of course, over the weekend, we will get that list ready to go for, of course, our people who, of course, take part here in this. As, of course, the the top two the top two highest votes will earn will earn will earn spots in the poll match to determine, of course, the the brand new Impact US Rebellion and Slammiversary uh, champions. One person will hold both those titles. By the way, I just want to emphasize what that's all about. While everybody else will earn number one contenders matches. For a lot of the other singles and tag team titles that we currently have, of course, involved in Impact US, including the Impact US tag team titles, of course, the Impact US X Division title, the Knockouts tag team titles, the Knockouts title, the King of the Mountain title, the TV title, the Revolver title, the Global title, the Next Gen title, the Emergence title, and the Classic title, of course, all in Impact US. Of course, I have not reached an official decision as far as the Impact U.S. World Heavyweight Championship, of course, is concerned. Of course, the champ, current champion of that, the Empress Anne-Marie Rickenbach, I'm still talking with her about possibly um, about allowing her to choose her opponent from all those that took part in the uh, in, that possibly took part in this uh, prediction title challenge. And seeing, of course, who was the most impressive in her personal opinion. And obviously, of course, uh, <clears throat> given her the given given her, of course, given her the option, of course, of who she will face for that title. And if she wants to for honor, she could decide to have a one-on-one or a triple threat or a fatal four-way. Who knows what she what she might want to do. But of course, I'll be talking it over with her, of course, here over the weekend and even after. Rebellion takes place. We will, of course, hopefully get some more information about all that coming up here very, very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, we also did post round five of the WWUS Fonzie Invitational. We will be posting more matches, of course, as next week, ladies and gentlemen, we will officially announce who Fonzie is going to compete against for his respective championships as we work on getting the remainder of the championship belts up and going on our page, on the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center page, of course, and giving everybody a very unique opportunity to, of course, go for uh, to go for these title belts, of course, against the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. He is most certainly going to be going after the, uh, going after each and one of these, each and every one of these champion, these singles championship belts. So, of course, we'll, we'll of course, like I said, uh, we'll find out how he will, how he would like to do so. As you know, the reason why the purpose behind all this is because we're doing this as a as a way to, of course, uh, keep Fonzie in our thoughts and prayers as he, of course, gets prepared to go through a very serious medical situation. And of course, hopefully, like I said, that once he comes back from that, and and uh, he'll he'll probably will more than likely come back to defend these belts. And of course, for all, and of course, like I said, uh, <clears throat> not to take anything away from anyone, of course, that has earned the opportunity to face Fonzie for these belts. 
But of course, like I say, it would be up to Fonzie about when he wants to do those. And of course, he, we will find out, of course, when he wishes to, to, of course, to have these matches posted and where, obviously, to have these matches posted. So that way we'll have, we'll, uh, we'll, of course, see, of course, how he does, of course, in each and every, in each and every one, of course, of the, of his, uh, in each and every one here, of course, here as well. Uh, like I said, coming up, of course, two minutes after 10 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, we was hoping, we're still hoping to hear from us several more people. And as we said, of course, we're hoping to hear from the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, quite possibly the human suplex machine, John Gross. Also, of course, we hope to hear from Aunt, uh, Danny from Moat Park and or the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Uh, I believe we did get word from Justin that JD would be on here, hopefully momentarily. That's the only update we've got here so far, but we of course hope to of course bring that bring that to everyone's attention here. Hope hope of course to bring him on here. Of course, I'll on here at some point down the road. Coming up tomorrow evening, ladies and gentlemen, at six o'clock. Don't forget our next edition of WCWS Power Hour, one four one three six four pound. As we will be reviewing what has what did take place in the radio network here this week. Plus, also bring you tomorrow's, <clears throat> tomorrow's, of course, uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, and also some wrestling news tidbits, of course, here from our friends at 411 Mania. Be sure to listen in on that, of course, tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, right here, of course, on uh, the radio network, right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Also, coming up after 980 Revolution tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we will be, of course, bringing, of course, our late night analysis show, WCW US Aftermath, as I will be, of course, giving my analysis on what on what did happen here tonight, as far as, of course, tonight's edition of SmackDown. Obviously, of course, we'll be talking about the talking about obviously, uh, as Justin did point out, of course, the return of Alistair Black. We also, and of course, another thing that did mention we did mention, of course, obviously, was the a fact that Bianca Belair, we now know that she will be defending the SmackDown Women's title against Bayley, although we all are still puzzled as to why exactly she's getting that shot. But, of course, I'm sure that Vince McMahon was, and Bayley were in the back room doing something that we did we probably didn't want to picture, um, and that's probably how she got it done in the first place. So, uh, But nevertheless, here we'll do some more talking about it here coming up here uh, tonight here. Um, Right after Revolution, I cannot give a specific time. It's just sometime after Revolution goes off the air, we will be bringing you WCW US Aftermath. Of course, uh, that caller ID is 742-5592. Again, 742-5592. You can check check us out right there. Of course, here indeed will be episode number five. Also, we were working on trying to do possibly doing a late night analysis edition of Aftermath, of course, uh, talking about the Rebellion pay per view itself, of course, on Sunday. We'll keep you informed about that here, of course, as well as to when exactly we will be doing that. Uh, well, uh, let's see here. While we, of course, conti- while we, of course, continue to wait on uh, on everyone to see who is going to be able to, who's going to be, of course, make it on. 
Making on the show here. Uh, we do have, of course, uh, we do have, of course, obviously, uh, um, of course, we can go ahead and get Justin's analysis, his thoughts on who will win the matches, of course, at Impact Rebellion. So, Justin, while we wait for everybody else, let's to keep the momentum of the show going. Let's go ahead and get your get your picks in, of course. Also, we do ask, Justin, that you you can make your picks for, of course, I here live on the show tonight. But we also ask you that you actually post your picks on the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center page so we can, of course, add you, of course, on to the... Will you please shut up? Not you, Justin. I'm talking to my smartphone. Oh, I know. Um, okay, thank you. It does that every time. It, th- it thinks I'm talking to it, and I'm not. I'm looking right at the computer. Um, but of course, while we wait for everyone else to come on, let's go ahead and get your. We'll go ahead and get your thoughts about who you think will win, who win each of the matches this Sunday at Impact Rebellion. So let's let me, let's go ahead and start running down the matches here, Justin. Um, but like I said, please please be sure to post your picks on the pay-per-view prediction center page. Wait, well, hold on just one second here. Hold on just one second here. Stand by, stand by here, stand by here. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we do have now somebody coming in to, ep- to episode 980 of Revolution. Let's see who this is. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, now we bring in to episode 980, of course, here of Revolution. He is a three-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is, of course, part of the team which brings you both Raw Radio on Monday afternoons and Sports Machine on Friday afternoons right here, of course, right here on TalkShoe.com. He is a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series, including, of course, in a very, once again, a very close bout, becoming the brand-new NXT US Stand and Deliver Champion by defeating the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, by one Point. Unbelievable match last night. I'm sure, Justin, you would definitely agree with that, of course, as well. That was a great match, nevertheless. <clears throat> um, and, Justin, try not to yawn, bud, because I'm about ready to doze off myself. Uh, uh, no, no, that's okay. I understand how you feel. Anyway, of course, this man also currently holds – he's also currently one-fourth of the eight-man tag team champions, as well as, of course, the current Hell in the Forum world champion and also the WWUS NFL champion and, of course, also the WWUS Revolution champion, which he will be defending, of course, coming up on the 1,000th episode of Revolution against the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Ladies and gentlemen, let us now welcome to episode 980 of Revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him simply, of course, here as JD, but, of course, his real name is The Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, J.D., of course, good to have you here, of course, here with us here tonight. Uh, joining myself and, of course, and Justin here tonight for 20 episodes out from the big 1,000, of course, of Revolution. Good to have you here. Good to be here. And if you want to talk about a revolution or a rant, oh, boy, am I going to have a nice little skating rant. Yeah. I will, well, let's I will just warn say- everyone ahead of time. Let me just say I will warn everyone ahead of time. It promises not to I mentioned this to Chad, J.D. Told us to Chad, J.D. Yes, and J.D., 
I have, I have a pretty good idea about what it's about, and let me go ahead and just simply tell you about whatever uh, about what what it is exactly that Justin and I will definitely be sharing your sentiment regardless of whatever you have to say about it. So JD, while while we, of course J, Justin and I will, will sit back and listen, sit back and enjoy it, and rest our voices for just a few moments as we go ahead and let you, of course, give your take. As to, of course, what happened tonight on SmackDown and, of course, one of the most shocking stories that we, of course, obviously have heard in quite some time. J.D., please go ahead and proceed with your thoughts about SmackDown. Friday Night SmackDown. Oh, boy, what can we say about this show? <laughs> I will warn everyone ahead of time, however, if I... Uh... Sound a little pissed yeah, I know. Off I already know. I know the whole thing, JD. I know the whole thing. Yeah. I know the whole thing. I'm going to say a warn everyone ahead of time. However, that basically, however, if I offend anyone, I do sincerely apologize, and I do mean that in the best way I can. I will say that ahead of time, but I can't bite my tongue no more. Let's talk about this show that is the Friday night staple. On Fox. Once again, we had Michael Cole and everyone's favorite little pissant, Pat McAfee, from your area, Justin, and from my area, too, where he grew up, Power, once again gracing us at the commentary desk. And to quote Chris Jericho, just like he does with certain people, Howard, can we please tell Mr. McAfee to shut the hell up and quit sucking enough dick behind the desk and giving everyone a rub and tug in the locker room? Seriously, this guy is a total pissant penguin pissant and a total pompous ass in every sense of the word. This guy is a joke. This guy is an absolute joke when it comes to announcing. Mm-hmm. But speaking of jokes, I'm not in, I am kind of in the joking mood, but not in all joking either. Let's talk about the first match of the night hour that started off, of course, with the Swiss Superman Cesaro. And of course who should be, hopefully very soon, a champion in his own right. But then who comes out? Oh yeah, Becky Lynch's man, if you will. Scumbag, shithead, sellout, sleazy Seth Rollins, however, if you will. And who wouldn't shut the F up about last week, however, and continue to say, however, that he basically could have beat Cesaro on his best day at WrestleMania and that Cesaro got lucky. Hey Seth, how many swings did you get there at WrestleMania, bitch? Uh, 23? Yeah, I thought so. So, why don't you just shut the F up and just mind your own goddamn business. And while you're at it, however, why don't you go set up balls, however, instead of having them jammed up Pat McAfee's ass. Seriously. Anyway, up next, Daniel Bryan comes out, however. And then, of course, here comes Jackass Jay Uso, the head of the table's cousin, if you will, huh? Yep. And that is off the wall... And, oh, he caught it at the wall. Okay, it wasn't a home run. Okay, sorry, I'm watching the uh, Padres-Dodger game here. We got a good game tonight. Two good pitchers, Darvish and Kershaw going at it here tonight. And we got even a better matchup tomorrow, Snell and Kershaw. Anyway, L.A. going in tonight is 14-4 and and one of the better teams in the National League. But that's beside the point. Anyway, we had three commercial breaks, however, if you will, however, in this goddamn match. We had four matches tonight. Four. Gee, Bruce... Gee, Bucktooth Beaver Kevin Dunn, did you guys have enough uh, 
chomping of wood, however, and basically playing Robin Tug with each other's anus and balls, however, in the back, and tickling Vince's ass at the same time before the show tonight, because you didn't do shit when it came to booking. You didn't even listen to any matches prior to the show. By the way, we want to congratulate Greg Hamilton, the ring announcer, who just got married last week, however, on, on a very good note, however. Anyway, the first match of the night was this match, and it went 20 minutes long. Oh, goody. Let's have this, however, start out the show. Then, of course, backstage we see Adam Postman Pierce, strong laryngitis 2.0, and Sonya Deville, however, when suddenly, however, here comes the arrogant ass clown, Apollo Crews, if you will, and his commander Aziz, however, enter the room, however, and say, however, that he does not deserve to defend the IC title tonight, however, against Big E, and will not defend the title against Big E. Gia Paul, I want you to show much how much of an ass clown you really are by going set up balls, however, and defending the belt and quit bragging about your Nigerian background. Okay, it's really getting boring. It's really getting stupid, if you ask me. But, of course, it was yeah. not against Big E. It was against Kevin Owens. Then, of course, we go to the second match of the night, night hour. The Waste of Space, Nosy and Nebby, Nebby, Nosy and Nebby, hour. No Talent, Nia Jax, Shayna Sleazy Baszler, and her man... Reginald, oh goody, let's have the stupid schmuck, however, the sommelier, come back to television to take on Nia's cousin, Tamina, and of course, her partner, Tamina. And how long did that last? Oh, that's right, three fucking minutes. Bravo, guys, bravo. Way to go there, guys. Smart booking there. Then we find out that coming up this Monday on Raw, however, the Almighty will return with more and very pissing his little bitch boy manager, MVP, however, because once again, MVP is finding a way to find his mouth all over Bobby Lashley's balls by sucking him dry and tickling his ass at the same time with his brown shit-ass nose that is full of crap. Also, Monday night, however, we're going to have a return match, however, that we saw last Monday night, however, involving T-Bag and Mace, however, for attribution formally, taking on the almighty, however, himself, the Scar Psychopaths, and, of course, the Monster Among Men, however, Drew and Braun. Gee, way to think on your feet, WWE. Way to continue to book WCW in 1999 all over again like you've been doing for how many weeks since then? Then we have the IC title matchup between Apollo and Kevin Owens. But then who shows up power and basically finds a way to brown-nose his way into the conversation? Oh, yeah! The conspiracy theorist himself, who basically once again hound away how along with his new friend Pat McAfee, continue to rub and tick tickle each other's balls how, and suck each other's off at the same time with having their heads up each other's asses. Slimebag sleazy Mr. Ole 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 himself, however, shithead Sami Zayn. Anyway, Apollo wins the match thanks to Colonel Aziz distracting Kevin Owens. Afterwards, Owens gave Cruz a stunner, and then Aziz decides to basically spike, however, Owens with his thumb, however, sort of like what Abdul the Butcher did back in the day in, by using it as a weapon. Gee! Why don't you just continue to have Apollo Cruz? Why don't you, Apollo, could you have your little bodyguard do your dirty work for you like a little bitch, however, after it's all said and done? Because once again, it shows you how much balls you really have. And that is none at this point. Because you think you're a great IC champion, however. And why do you think you're a great IC champion? Hmm, let me think. Oh, that's right. Because you brought Daba Kato up, however, and basically made him look like a Nigerian bodyguard as you pretend to be Idi Amin, however, of the WWE and the world. Here's the thing, Apollo. You were talented and are talented. I'm not going to discredit that. I will not sit and say you're not talented enough. You are. But for once, 
Would you please shut the fuck up with your stupid gimmick, however, and just go to and just wrestle without talking? Seriously, no one gives a shit about your Nigerian background. No one cares about your uh, Nigerian roots. No one cares about your whole Nigerian family for that matter. I certainly don't. I don't think anyone else does either. So here's the thing. Just shut the hell up. Go out there and wrestle. And quit boring us to tears with your stupid ass lame antics every fucking week. Seriously. Speaking of antics. We have the Dutch Destroyer coming back, apparently. Alistair Black. Gee, where has he been the last six months? Can somebody please tell me where he's been? Oh, that's right. He's been sending home because Bruce, Don, and Vince don't have the cojones to even bring him the television. Hmm. And if that's not all, apparently I guess they're trying to do something with him right now. Well, as my friend from Wisconsin just told me a little few minutes ago before I came on the air, I think this might be Alistair's last chance. Possibly, maybe, at this point. I don't know why he even decided to even come back, if you ask me. Alistair, my friend, you're a smart cookie. No doubt. But here's the thing, my friend. Just get the hell out there and run. Run as yeah. fast as you can and just get the hell out of the company while you can. Because they're going to find a way to fucking bury you once you come back to television, oh. whatever that may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Course, wait, um, wait, wait, oh, wait, oh, wow, wait, stop. Um, JD. Um, you mean you? What you think? Wait, wait, I, um, you th- what you think? Um, about the, you think this is a terrible gimmick for Alistair Black? I wouldn't say it's a terrible gimmick. I'd say it's an okay gimmick, but it's not like him being this way. I, it's 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 a little uh, it's a little it's okay, but it's not great. I'd say it's average. It's average. No, I might have to agree and, with you, JD. I think I might have to agree with you, JD, because that because W is. You really does the else, but these needs to get out of WWE really quick because they're gonna yeah. they're gonna trash his trash they're gonna his bury ass real they're bad. Gonna, they're gonna they're, they're gonna bury you. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna find a way to stick. You know, you know what? What it, been, it does, I mean, let's, I, I hope I hope I bet what well, they have. I hope they're not gonna have, have them uh, put them in the, in the money in the bank contract, money in the bank last match this June, and, and well, I don't know. You know, what I'm thinking. I bet you that, that it might they'll they'll, they'll, they'll pipe, put them in a, in a money in the bank ladder match. And he'll and, and probably um and he'll win it and then probably fail in cashing in on Roman Reigns for the it Universal ha- title. That 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 could happen. But I'll go one better than you, Justin. I think however, if they don't do anything with him, he won't see the money in the bank contract. They'll find a way to bury him as soon as he gets back on TV, whenever that may be. And I'll tell you right now, I'll even go one better to both of you guys and everyone else who can listen to the sound of my voice. I don't care if anyone agrees with me or disagrees with me on this next statement. I'm saying this right now. Alistair Black will not see SummerSlam. Hell, he won't be around by SummerSlam because I guarantee he will either walk out the door somehow, some way, and tell WWE to go stick it where it doesn't shine, or they'll release him. Yeah, go to, Mark they go to hell. Mark go to hell. Straight to hell. And, he'll, and then and he'll tell WWE to go straight to hell afterwards. Yes. If not, they'll tell him, and you know what? He'll tell them, you can kiss my you-know-what. But anyway, let's get back to the show. Up next, we have the Dirty Dogs. Douchebag dickhead, Shawn Michaels wannabe, Dolph Ziggler, and his little boyfriend, rat boy, rat-infested Robert. It's pain to be really a little rancid rude. And of course, who shows up, of course, to basically find a way to stick her nose where it doesn't belong. Oh, yeah! Karen Bailey! Yay! Let's have that black-haired little bitch, however, who didn't learn her lesson at WrestleMania, stick her nose into this whole segment. Yeah, I got and we found out even more, however. 
we found out earlier that apparently that Karen Bailey is going to get an opportunity against Bianca Belair, however, at freaking WrestleMania Backlash in three and a half weeks. Gee, Bailey, who did you find a way Gee, to kick and blow in the locker room to get an opportunity to get the chance at the women's title again? Was it Bruce? Was that the, was that your buddy Bruce giving you an opportunity there, Bailey? Was it maybe uh, that bucktooth little beaver clown Kevin Dickhead douchebag Dunn? Or was it the old man, Howard, that you found a way, Howard, to basically give hugs to? And basically promised him everything under the sun and the moon, however, by getting another opportunity handed to you on a silver fucking platter. Anyway, up next, we had the semi-main event, if you will. Ray, or should I say the main event? Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio the Alpha Academy of Clown Shoes Chad Gable, who I used to respect at one time, and the overrated ogre, his student, if you will, the overhyped Otis. And what happened tonight there, boys? Oh, that's right. Oh. Sorry, Alpha Academy. You got beat by the Mysterios. Well, J.D., I got something to say. Go ahead before I get into the uh, last little bit of the show. Please, go ahead. You saw how Bailey was laughing at Bianca? Yeah. You know what? You know what? What I'm thinking about this? I, I told this to, I just told this to Chad earlier. I can really see why Sasha Banks no-show tonight. Well, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking that at WrestleMania, this super name pay-per-view WrestleMania backlash is what's going to happen. Sasha is going to screw Bianca at Bianca and reunite with Bailey, and it costs and, and, and Bianca and Sasha will cost Bianca the SmackDown Women's title and Bianca. Yeah, Sasha she, she could. Yeah, that's a very good. Yeah, that's a championship. Very good, you know that. You, I can you, see you why. I can see why. Yeah. I can see why she's not on SmackDown tonight, and I see saw how Bailey was laughing at Bianca because. Cause um, we all gonna know it's gonna be a Boston Hub re- um reunion, and that won't make sense because because yeah. be- that won't make wait that hold on let me finish that won't make sense because be, be beyond because about not too long ago Bailey stabbed stabbed her in the back, and that will make make sense. That'll be some some stupid freaking booking by Vince Man, Bruce Pritchard, and Kevin Dunn. But you know what? I can tell you yeah. this. I know you're gonna agree with this on this, JD. I did not tell this to Chad. I and you know what I I can I I know what this is all about. See this this isn't I can see this is this isn't about Sasha, the fact that Sasha never lost a WrestleMania never won um a WrestleMania match um because she lost six times. This is about uh-huh. the fact that Bianca is better than her, and she has more it skills and more her. talent than her. That's that's what that's what it's all that's what it's all about. <laughs> And all she and she, and she thinks she thinks and she thinks the she thinks she owns everybody. She thinks she thinks she owns everyone. And she and now she's gonna act like the whole that the the the, the, the freaking the WWE universe has turned their back turned turned their back on, on on her ass. That's what that's what it's all about. Just just like just like Bailey, like she was well, acting like the whole like the fans right. turned their back. You're like right. the fans but turned their back on her. You just said you just said a moment. She needs to look in the mirror. That's it. Just look in the mirror. It's not that she needs to look in the mirror. It doesn't. It's not that she needs to look in the mirror. You brought up a good point just now about the whole Sasha Bianca thing. However, and also the Bailey Karen thing. However, it's because once. Well, that too. (laughs) Uh, It just shows that Bruce, Vince, and Kevin Dunn, however. Are going back to the well so many times how they're running out of ideas. It means they have no fucking balls, no cojones, no freaking spine, no uh, heart, no passion, no drive, no energy. 
it's because they think their shit don't stink, and they're going back to the same formula over and over again, and just find a way to just continue to bury the talent that is up and coming like a Rhea Ripley, like a freaking Bianca. And like you said, we'll see what happens here. It could happen. Like you said, the point you just brought up could very well happen. But I hope Bianca shuts up Karen Bailey's mouth, just like she shut up the boss's mouth, Sasha Banks. I hope Rhea Rhea Ripley shuts up Charlotte as well. I hope Rhea Ripley shuts up Charlotte as well, too. Yeah, that too. But but that's beside the point. We're talking SmackDown here, not Raw right now. You're right. I agree with you on that. As far as Raw goes, yes. But we're talking SmackDown here. You're right, Justin. I agree. But anyway... From there, of course, we heard, of course, uh, once again, Bailey laugh in Bailey's, or Bianca's face. Well, guess what, Bailey? You're going to find it funny, Howard, when Bianca shows, just like she showed Sasha Banks, who's the best, Howard, in the EST of WWE. Because at the end of the night, however, at WrestleMania Backlash, unless you have your girlfriend help you and your former bestie, unless you reunite with your bestie again, the boss, Sasha Banks, however, and management, you both have found a way to brown-nose your way through management and get another opportunity handed to you, however, or basically be reunited together and basically find a way to screw Bianca, you're not going to be laughing at the end of WrestleMania Backlash, just like Sasha wasn't laughing, however. She was emotional, yes, sure, and she was a little sore and hurt, however, because she lost, but get sweat, however. Bailey, you won't be doing any of those sort of things. You'll be crying, just like Sasha beat you last time, however, Bailey. This time, however, Bailey, you're going to be crying even harder. And Bianca is going to find a way to stick it to you. So be ready. You can enjoy the fun and laughter all you want, but at the end of the night, Howard, it's not going to be funny when you get your ass handed to you in about three and a half weeks, Thunderdrum bitch. Remember that. Then we go to Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. And then out comes, of course, the head of the table himself, Mr. Roman Reigns. And that ball is gone. 1-1. Oh, man, that was a fastball right down the middle there, Kershaw. That was stupid. Not not good at all, buddy. 1-1. One, one. Sorry, I'm watching this game here. It only went up 1-0. Now the Padres just tied here at the top of the second 1-1. One, one. Anyway, came back to the thing. We find out that next week, however, that Apollo Crews is going to take on Big E for the IC title. Hopefully Apollo, arrogant as he is, however, will leave his general and colonel in the back, however, and grow a set of balls and cojones, however, and find a way to retain. But no, he probably won't, however. He'll have his general basically, once again, rub his uh, stick all over him and his balls for him and polish his nuts, however, and gain him his client a cheap win and find a way to slap Big E across the face. That's all he's known for nowadays, because that's the way Apollo is, an arrogant asswipe ass clown. But speaking of ass clown, let's get back to Jackass Jey Uso, the Penguin Paul Heyman, and, of course, Roman Reigns, the so-called tribal chief, the rat boy of the leader of the locker room. And yes, he says that next week, however, mind you, how he is going to basically challenge, however, Daniel Bryan after Cesaro, however, challenged him the other night. But what happened, Roman? Did you basically rub in Paul's, Paul Heyman's balls? Did Paul Heyman suck your balls for you and you basically found a way to be a little girl and hide like a little bitch and didn't answer Cesaro's challenge earlier in the night? Yeah, it just shows you how much of a little coward you really are. Unfortunately, how we saw what happened, however, if you will, however, and of course he looked at Daniel Bryan. As a result, however, he says that Cesaro has not earned it, however, as far as the title shot goes. Maybe that's true, Roman, but guess what? In a few weeks, however, he just might, however, if he keeps on winning. Once he extinguishes your former shield mate, however, slimy, sleazy, shithead, scummy, subpar Seth Rollins, who should be at home taking care of my girl, 
because obviously Seth, you're not man enough to take care of anyone besides yourself, you fucking egomaniacal asswipe. It just shows you're thinking about yourself. So, why don't you just step aside and let a real man take care of a woman? Unlike you, because you don't know how to take care of women. You don't take care of anyone but yourself. So, leave Becky to me. Leave your little girl to me. And I'll show her a real man. Unlike you, you slimy piece of shit. Anyway, getting back to what I was saying about Roman now, who's even full of shit even more. Roman, of course, then says to Daniel Bryan, he's challenging him to a one-on-one matchup power next week. He also says, however, that if he loses, he never wants to see him again. And as a result, now we know that next week, however, it will be one-on-one, Roman versus Daniel Bryan, but the stakes are big. If Daniel Bryan wins, he's the champ. If he doesn't, he's gone from SmackDown forever. And maybe this could be the last swan song of Roman's, or excuse me, Daniel Bryan's career, because there's been talk about that. So, if this is his last match, referring to uh, Daniel Bryan, hopefully he can knock it out of the park and pull off it. But of course, I have a feeling that may or may not happen. More than likely, I'm betting on the latter. Because once again, you're going to have Roman Reigns have his little penguin pissant, little penguin, Paul Heyman, and jack off jackass Jey Uso, rubbing and sucking his balls, and tickling his ass, however, and having their heads up there, his, Roman's ass, however, and saying, yes, my tribal chief, I'll blow you, my tribal chief, I will rub and tug your balls for you, my tribal chief, I will do whatever I want for you, my tribal chief, I will do anything I can by kissing your ass every chance I get, because I've been doing it for six months, by basically becoming a little bitch bodyguard, and also my uh, assistant helper, my tribal chief. Well, guess what? Here's a little message to you, Roman. Once again, and I'm going to say this loud and proud, and you better listen to me loud and proud as well. And any Roman fan out there, listen to me. Whether they like him or not, I have three words to say to you. Kiss my you-know-what. Here's a little message for you, Roman. If you beat Daniel Bryan, so be it. But you better be prepared for one thing, my friend, and that is swing. And why do I say the word swing? Because you will be swung around, hopefully, after... Hopefully, Roman Seth Rollins gets swung around again by Cesaro, hopefully for the last time, and then Seth can finally quit bitching and bellyaching however, about how he was screwed over by Cesaro. So, why don't you and Rollins, however, Roman, grow a set of balls, rub and each other's nuts, however, and suck each other's balls nice and shiny for next week, however, because guess what? You're both going to be taught a lesson, hopefully. First, hopefully, by Rollins, Swing your sorry ass uh, back into oblivion there, Rollins, once again. And then you can go back home to my girl, should I say. That is my girl, I should say. Go home to my woman and my baby, however. And then you can say, guess what, honey? I got my ass kicked because I didn't know how to shut my cake hole. And as far as you, Roman, you've been champion for six months. But guess what? Just like Karen Cross did with Finn Balor saying, tick-tock, tick-tock, time's up. Guess what? That's the way it is with you now, my friend. Until someone challenges you, whether it's Cesaro, whether it's Keithley, whoever, you better be looking in your room oh. more and more. Because you will be finding out very soon, my friend, that the clock will be hitting zero. And when it does, oh, when it does, it's not going to be pretty. So guess what, Roman? The clock's still running on your chances. You've been lucky how many yeah. times in the last six months because of Paul Heyman and Jey Uso saving your ass time after time and again. And also, what's more, you've shown once again how much of a bitch you really are on Friday nights. Sending out your cousin to do your dirty work for you because obviously you're hiding in your locker room like a little bitch with your little boyfriend, Paul Heyman, rubbing and tugging each other and feeling each other's balls all night long. Well, guess what? Next week you won't be doing that, will you? You're going to find a way either to pull this one off by the skin of your teeth oh. again by having your little boyfriends help you, or you're going to give me one, two, three. Regardless what happens, the clock is running. 
And when it's all said and done, when it's all said and done, whenever that day comes or whenever it happens, you'll be looking in your rearview mirror and saying, why did I get my ass kicked? Because I couldn't learn how to shut the F up. That's why. So Roman, guess what? The clock is running now. You better be ready. Your judgment day is coming soon. Oh, and oh, one other thing, Roman. One other thing, Roman. One other thing, Roman. I want to say this to you, Roman. I hope that that universal title won't last last very long. Cause wait until Money in the Bank this June. Wait until one Money in the Bank this 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 coming summer, Roman. This coming June, and someone will walk up to walk, uh, and someone from and a member from SmackDown like either Cesaro or maybe even Aleister Black or 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 someone else will climb up that ladder, grab that briefcase, and and, I, and if I were you, Roman, I will look on one shoulder to another. I will, I will look behind you, and someone will, will cash in on you and take that universal title away from you for good. And you'll be, and there'll be no more of this tribal chief era crap. Crap. No more tribal chief. No more nothing. It'll be over. Mm-hmm. Done. Period. Zip. Yep. No more excuses. I absolutely agree here. Uh, my apologies, everybody. My folks there, uh, uh, JD and Justin, of course, like I said, telling it like it is here as far as what happened tonight here on SmackDown. Thank you very much there, gentlemen. Before we get into, of course, our predictions here for Impact Rebellion, uh, I wanted to point out one thing, one mat, one result here, one poll match that we do have the official result of right now. And that is, of course, as you know, we started in the inaugural, uh, the brand new WCWS GWI Unified World Heavyweight Championship. The belt is posted on the page entitled WCWS GWI Wrestling Cooperative if you want to see what the belt looks like. Uh, as you know, of course, here, um, that was, of course, uh, that was earned, of course, uh, between several members, of course, of John's group, of course, who won his NXT Stand and Deliver and WrestleMania Prediction title challenge. And also, uh, and also, well, of course, also, and I said the NXT and the WrestleMania Prediction title challenge here recently. As you know, also, Jordan Stolkless won our poll match to also represent WCWS in this, in this, uh, in this big-time matchup here as well. The final result here, ladies and gentlemen, I have is official. Let's go ahead and run it down right here. Um, run it down right here, of course, here as well. Uh, unfortunately, Osuji Hillville, Keenan Wilson, George Palmarino, Antonio Gutierrez, the loose cannon, Shaquille Cole Cephas, and you, JD, never received any votes for this match. Which, why well, I have no idea why, but I mean, it, that, that was the case. Um, Chance Sullivan received one vote for this. Also, Chris Harris received two votes. And, ladies and gentlemen, All right, your winner. Too hard? Um, my stepfather has a DVD of one of the scenes. Oh, okay, nice. Hi, I'm Larry, and this is my cousin Daryl, and this is my other cousin Daryl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm Larry, and JD's playing Daryl, and Justin's also playing Daryl. 
<laughs> no, I'm just joking. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, your winner and the first ever and brand new WCW US GWI Unified World Heavyweight Champion, Jordan Stoklas. Jordan, congratulations. But watch out, my friend. You better be careful. We're coming after you. 12 votes uh, officially. I will also be, of course, uh, um, added on here at some point down the road here because Chris Harris and Chance Sullivan were the only other two folks that received any votes in this. Jordan now will be defending this title starting next week against both Chris Harris and Chance Sullivan in a triple threat match here with the winner to become one to become the W with the winner picking up the WWS GWI Unified World Heavyweight title. Now, gentlemen, I'm sure JD, you and Justin are ready to talk about Impact's pay-per-view rebellion. Um, obviously, of course, it did the go-home show for Rebellion last night, as I did before in the news, did actually uh, kind of uh, was actually one of the best go-home shows for any wrestling event that I have ever heard about and ever seen. Um, obviously, there's a few surprises, of course, nevertheless here. As we did also find out, of course, Jordan Grace's tag team partner for the Knockouts Tag Titles of Rebellion, Rachel Ellerin. Yes, the same one who was the daughter of Paul. Yes, indeed. So. Also, of course, uh, Rich Swan obviously did get some, hopefully, some big time inspiration here in his match going up against Kenny Omega by Moose coming out there to him and telling him, make sure you better not lose this title. Or apparently, Moose is pretty much giving Rich Swan an ultimatum. So if you don't, if you don't, if you don't, uh, if you lose this match on Sunday, then like to me, you probably, it looks like that me, that both, both of them will probably end up going at it at some point. Who knows? But, of course, obviously, some people are going for this. And some people are not. But let's, go ahead, but let's go ahead and run it down here, folks. And, of course, I will, of course, talk about who has voted thus far. And on our, on our of course, um, um, obviously, our um, prediction title challenge for Rebellion. And I will be making a paper. I will be making an official, of course, printout of, of this coming up here a little bit later. Uh, here, of course, over the weekend, here so we can be all prepared. Eight matches, gentlemen, high profile, and there's been high, all eight have been hyped up big time. I don't think you, I don't think you can get any more hyped up than this. Uh, JD, I'll start with you, sir. As obviously, of course, the big match of the night here, the title versus title match with both the Impact and AEW World Titles on the line. Rich Swan will defend against Kenny Omega. JD, your thoughts here. This is the title versus title match for both the Impact and AEW World Title. Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega. Well, you know Kenny's going to have friends, of course, in high places with, of course, Dickhead, Douchebag, Dimebag, Don Callis, the total piece of uh, scum that he is. And, of course, uh, Kenny will also have Gallows and Anderson, and of course the Bucks with him when they're not each each other. However, find a way to rub and tug each other's nutsack, if you will. Uh, Rich Swan definitely needs this win. However, Kenny's got two belts already. Kenny make it three in a row. This could favor Swan. Swan needs this win. However, if it's no DQ, then this goes to Kenny's favor. 
this is really a tough one for me to call. I'm going to play Russian Roulette on this one. I'm going to definitely have one gun in the chamber and one in the barrel when it's all said and done because both are very tough in their own right. But, of course, we know Kenny has been lucky time and time again, just like Roman Howard has been, as he seems to be at times very annoying and totally be a little rat boy, if you will. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say Swan. I think Swan's going to pull off a shocker here. This should be Swan tonight. Justin, your thoughts here about the title versus title match, uh, Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega? Well, this is good. Who do you think is going to win? I say Omega. Okay. Okay. Next matchup here, guys, the Impact World Tag Team title match as Finn Juice will defend against the Good Brothers. J.D., your thoughts here? J.D. Sorry, the voice of Paul says with Steve Carell. All right, this one's who again? Sorry. The Impact World Tag title match, Finn Juice versus the Good Brothers. The Good Brothers are just going to make sure they dominate here, and they should dominate here. However, this is a good team. I hate to say Moose and Edwards, this ain't going to be your night. I think Alex and Anderson walk away with an easy win here. Whoa, whoa, which one are you talking about, J.D.? They're the Impact World Tag Team titles. JD, did you did you did you did you, under, did you understand what I said? What's that? No, JD, the, I was talking about the Impact World Tag Team Title Match. Yeah, the Good Brothers. David Finley. You're saying the Good Brothers, okay? The Good Brothers, okay. I want to make sure because it didn't sound it goes. I didn't I didn't understand what you were saying. Okay. Justin, your thoughts about the Impact World Tag Title Match? Finn Juice defending against the Good Brothers. That looks good. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, okay, but okay, are you are you okay? You're saying this is good now. Now, all I'm asking for, Justin, is who do you think is going to win the match? Is what I'm asking here. That's oh, your, okay. your uh, prediction. Oh, um, I say. Finn Juice. <laughs> He's going for Finn. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, JD, listen very carefully here. Next match the Impact Knockouts title as Deanna Perrazzo will defend against Tennille Dashwood. Yeah, this could be the sleeper match of the night, Howard. Deanna has been doing oh, pretty good from what I've been hearing. Tennille has done very good from what I've been hearing. I'm going to go again with a sleeper here. I'm taking Emma. Tennille Dashwood's going to pull off a shocker here. Okay. Justin, your thoughts here about uh, the, the knockouts title, Deanna Peraza versus Tennille Dashwood? <clears throat> I'm going to go with Tennille. Okay. 
Will Tennille dance if she wins the title? We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, next match here, guys. JD, I'll go back to you. The X Division title match, triple threat. Ace Austin will defend against Josh Alexander and TJP. Your thoughts here. Almighty Bung Holio. Almighty Bung <laughs> Did you? Okay, now I got your attention. Okay. JD, the triple threat for the X Division title Ace Austin, Josh Alexander, and TJP. And who's the third guy? TJP. Okay, TJP. Uh, I'm going to go Ace Austin on this one. Okay. Justin, your thoughts here about the exhibition title match, Ace Austin, Josh Alexander, TJP. Who do you think will pull off the win here? I think TJP. Oh, that was gone. Oh. The taste question. Okay. JD. 2-1 San Diego. Wow. I, th- I guess, JD, ladies and gentlemen, JD is watching the Blazers. JD is watching the yeah, San Diego and LA. Yeah, you watch it. It's, it's, it's a baseball game, JD. Yeah, nah, I was right. I mean, yep. Okay, I'm, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I now present to you JD's official theme song. Here we go. Okay, there you go, JD. That's your official theme. So, yeah. Okay, we're just joking with you, JD. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to keep your attention on the thing here. So, I know you're. I know how bad. I know you're watching watching the baseball game, but just stick around with me, bud, because I just the only two I have on here tonight is you and Justin. So I need you eyes centered on us. Okay. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right, JD. Next up, the one-on-one encounter, of course, between Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. This is going to be a good one. I feel this one's going to be entertaining. I'm going to say Cardona. Don't be surprised if Chelsea okay. Green shows up here. Well, I mean, that, that ain't that anything is possible. Uh, they actually, she did an actual interview out of with Chris Van Vliet or somebody here recently. Yeah, my, saying I, that I one him, thing, yeah. I actually one, and actually, I think I posted that in the interview corner page. If you want to check that out, by the way, um, that at one point she was actually there. WWE was actually considering calling her victorious hmm. as a wrestling name. I'm not kidding. I, I read that last night on Wolf. Yeah, well, she's that talented. I, it's just oh, a darn shame that, that uh, WWE misused her. Well, they misused so many. Of course, the, the biggest one I think now, since I read that story last night, and I'll get back to this in a minute, was actually Mickey James because I've, after after some idiot sent her stuff back in the garbage bag. Toronto. So yeah, idiot that he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's who it was. 
And so that's why Triple H and Stephanie hit the tour. That person is no longer with the company. So there you go. All right. There's a whole lot of need to be grabbed by the balls, but I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway. uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, Justin, uh, Matt Cardona versus Brian Myers. One-on-one encounter for Sunday. I'm going to go with... um... Let me go. Ahead. Let me think for a second. Let me think. Okay. I'm going to say Brian Myers. Now, Brian Myers is the one that used to be Kurt Hawkins. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah that, that's right. And Matt, Cardona, Matt, and Matt Cardona used to be known as that writer. Okay. So I have, I've had that right then. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. Best friend. All right. G- yes. Uh, unbelievable, but of course we'll see how that turns out. This, this, and JD, you talk about sleeper matches. This could be even be one too if you think about it. So you never know. Uh, boy, I tell you what, that. Excuse me, I'm awake. Next up, JD, the last man standing match: Trey Miguel taking on Sammy Callahan. Ooh, a good one here. I'm gonna go Sammy Callahan. Okay. Uh, Justin Crane Miguel versus Sammy Callahan, a last man standing match. Last man standing, I'm going to go, I'm going to say Sammy. Okay. All right. Now, this one, now you talk about a big one here. This one was really hyped up, especially towards the end of Impact last night. The eight man tag team match seeing the, the foursome. Of Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack taking on the foursome of Violent by Design, Eric Young, Diener, Joe Doring, and Rhino. JD, your thoughts here? I'm going to go with Rhino and Company on this one. Okay. Justin, uh, Saban, Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack taking on Violent by Design in an eight man tag. Eight-man tag, I'm going to say I'm going to say Saban, Edward, Storm, and Mack. Okay. All right. And the last one here, guys, as we found out, of course, here as well, the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Titles, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steele's Fire and Flavor. Taking on now, as we officially, actually, we officially report, Jordan Grace will do, will have her a tag team partner in the form of Rachel Ellering. JD, your thoughts about this? How does this change the complexion of this knockouts tag team title match? Uh, 
It changes a little bit, but I'm still going to go with Ellering and company. I think they're going to pull off a shocker here. Okay. Uh, Justin, Fire and Flavor versus Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering for the Knockouts Tag Team Titles. I'm going to say Jordan, Grace, and Rachel Ellering. Okay. Uh, now, like I said, gentlemen, I, I also do this even though that the, the, the event hasn't happened yet. But, J.D., just on a personal point of view, uh, we're uh, and this is something I just thought about doing. J.D., your thoughts on what you think the best match and the worst match is going to be for Sunday? Ooh, I would say the best match might be the Myers uh, match, however, with Matt Cardona. I'm gonna, I just have that feeling telling me it's going to be a very, very good match with two good friends, however, former, two good friends, however, even though you can't tell who's heel who's facing this one, unless they're both going to be one of them's face one's heel. That's going to be a very good match, I feel. Uh, and I think this, the, the match that I'm really just not really high on, I don't know why, it could be Kenny and Swan. It's because you know that Kenny's going to have his buddies with him and find a way to get a cheap win, however. Sorry, indeed. Okay. Justin, I ask you the same question. What do you think the best match and the worst match is going to be on Sunday? I'm going to say... Um, I say the best match is going to be knockouts. I'll right back, guys. Okay. Okay. The the knockouts title or the knockouts tag team title? Knockouts title. The best. Okay. Okay. What do you think the worst one's going to be? Title versus title. So a lot of people, even though they've been hyping up and praising this title versus title match, Two of our dedicated members of our panel here are saying that this one could be the worst one of the entire show. Hmm. Very unique indeed. Very, very unique indeed here, guys. Uh, let's see. Uh, and that too. But, of course, as we said, of course, here, uh, <clears throat> Um, as we, and of course, like we said here on the pay-per-view prediction center page, we hope everyone gets, everyone does get their votes in on all eight matches, of course, for this, because like I said here, this could determine, like I said, uh, this could, this could, of course, obviously determine, like I said, who your, some of your number one contenders will be for, of course, the tag team titles, the X division titles. That X Division title, the knockouts and knockout knockouts single and tag team titles, the King of the Mountain title, the TV title, the Revolver title, the Global title, the Next Gen title, the uh, Emergence title, and the Classic title. Um, and of course, like I said, your top two, your top two highest correct um, um, the, the ones who hit get the the top two who get the most predictions correct will, of course, be placed into, like we said, a poll match, of course, right after after the Rebellion pay-per-view takes place. That one person will have the opportunity, that, that, that two people will have the opportunity 
to become both at the same time the new Impact US Rebellion and the Impact US Slammiversary Champion. You know what they so, did after the deep knockouts uh, title match? What's that? What's under the flag? <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. But uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, but of course, like I said, uh, like I said, that's why, like I said, that's why we always emphasize here in saying every single vote matters. Every single vote does count. So be sure to get your votes in. Of course, here, of course, you have you have until Sunday here, folks. So if you haven't done any voting on this yet and you care to join the pay-per-view prediction center page, join it today. And of course, like I saying, get and, and put your put your two cents in on who you think is going to win each of the rebellion matches, of course, here on Sunday. As well as, of course, like I said, the matches in our Fonzie invitational as well. Of course, like this will determine who Fonzie will face for these respective championships. So we of course will have another round of them coming up here as as I will, of course, officially announce on episode 983 of Revolution next week, we will officially announce who Fonzie is going to face for his championships. The Fonzie Invitation will be coming to an end on uh, next Friday. <coughs> and that too, by the way. Um, <coughs> but... Uh, but like I said, Fonz will will be able to officially learn, of course, who uh, um, and JD. Thank you very much for agreeing with what I said on John's page. I do greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you, um, JD. If you care to, of course, chime in on what will be, uh, well, obviously, will probably be a very action-packed Raw Radio on Monday afternoon. Sir, please inform us as to what some of the things that you will be discussing. With the NFL draft a week away, we will discuss it. We will talk a little bit more about how our WrestleMania backlash coming up just around the corner. However, also, of course, however, we will uh, give you our thoughts, however, of our Raw ratings and predictions and everything. So you definitely want to stay tuned as far as that goes. Plus, we might talk a little TNA action and, of course, some of the other sports news from the weekend, including baseball, golf, basketball, and hockey. So you definitely want to stay tuned with that. Absolutely, of course. Thank you very, thank you very much here, of course, here, uh, JD. Uh, <clears throat> anything else, JD, you wish to bring up before we before we uh, start to clo- close up shop here for the night? I am good, actually. Like I said, I hope everyone has a good and safe, wonderful weekend. I will be around throughout the weekend, so you know where to reach me. I did get my second shot today. My arm is a little sore. It's not too sore, thankfully. But like I said, I will have a lot to discuss. And, of course, like I said, we'll have a bunch of people with us on uh, Monday, including you, Justin, John, Fonzie, hopefully, Michelle, Gerard, Ann, uh, Danny, of course, Anil, Mitt, Jack, and the rest of the gang, of course, however... One three ten four four pound. Be sure to check it out. However, the Monday afternoon, however, that gets you going to start uh, your Monday night tower every week here on TalkShoe. Absolutely. Thank you very, thank you very much. Here, of course. Here and I'm going to give one on that note. So I'll um, talk to you guys later. All right, JD. Thank you much. Enjoy Rebellion, and we'll talk at you here next week. Thank you very much. Here, so we appreciate that. Thank you very much.
Uh, of course, that was the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo. We thank him for joining us here, of course, here tonight. And I know Justin has some additional uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays to add on here, of course, to what I've already discussed here earlier this evening. Of course, you can always catch out his his um, his postings every single day on our page, WWS Fan Empire, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS Appreciation. Be sure to check out what Justin, what Justin, of course, posts each and every day. And, and of course, like I said, a whole bunch of diff- different surprises here and there and all that. And, and, of course, also, as we just found out earlier, or earlier today, that, uh, uh, believe it or not, Vince McMahon was, saw, saw Justin walking outside his headquarters in Stanford, Connecticut, and Justin mooned him. Okay. No, I'm just picking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, of course, also, I'm sure, Justin, you probably might want to do that. But that's that's beside the point. I'm joking. Okay. Anyway, Justin, let's see what you have here. Let's see what you have here for any additional wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for April the 23rd. Justin, please go ahead and proceed. Okay. Today is a happy 25th birthday birthday to Mexican wrestler um, Queen Picano Cobra. Today is a happy 26th birthday to Paige Wooding. Better um better known by re- better known by renamed Jamie Hader from England. Today is a happy 29th birthday to Toshihiro to 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 Yagi, Japanese retired professional wrestler known for his work in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, I know it's um Yaka. Um, the annoying, overrated Britt Bur- 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 Baker's birthday. She's going to fail at being the AEW's women's champion. And uh, yeah, I know T-Bar, T-Bar's birthday. Yeah, yeah. Today's, he meant the, uh, today's, a happy, uh, today's a happy 35th birthday to Jesse Goddard. Um, very known by as Mr. Spectacular, an American actor and professional wrestler, he competes for Ohio Valley Wrestling. He is the current first ever new heavyweight champion, one-time OVW television champion, and one t- and a six-time OVW Southern Tag Team champion. He is known for his time in TNA, where he is a former two-time TNA World Tag Team Championship with Robbie E. as the Bromance. Prior to professional wrestling, he appeared as a contestant on two seasons of the reality competition program. Greg Brever has returned to the series on an almost annual basis for guest appearances ever since. Yeah, John mentioned him, didn't he, Chad? Who? Jesse Goddard. I did. I mentioned him earlier. But John wasn't on. I did the oh, history oh. of her face. Oh. Yeah, I mentioned him earlier. Yes, yes. Oh. Today was also Today's a happy been 30. the birthday. Of, oh, go ahead, please. Today's also a 36th birthday to Ken. Wait, hold on. Ken Cobra, Pekura, Mexican wrestler, eight, um, Mexican wrestler, age 36. Today is a happy 37th birthday to um, 
Y'all know, y'all know it's Moose's birthday. Y'all know it's Moose's birthday today. Thirty um, he's thirty-seven, and today's a happy um, thirty-ninth birthday to uh, Dustin Lee, wrestler from in- he's in Indianapolis where where I live. Oh, okay. And today's a happy for- today's a happy forty-first birthday to Black Magic um, Clay Chayton Gamble, brand new wise renamed Black Magic. And today is a happy mm-hmm. 43rd birthday to female mm-hmm. Mexican wrestler Lacomo Dante. Today's a happy 47th birthday to Phil Dodson. Bear no matter is reigning Phil Davis. Let's see. And today is a happy 48th birthday to Michael Michael um Michael M- 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 Michael M- Majahadi, a Canadian Finnish professional wrestler, very known by a singer and artist, very known by his ring name, the Canadian Rebel, named Canadian Rebel Starbuck. And today is a happy 51st birthday to Akiro Yanakawa, Japanese wrestler. And today would have been the 55th birthday of Bubba, of Joe. Luke Joseph, Joe Mike Sharper Jr., better known by his rename, um, better known by his name, Bubba the Low Sponge Clem. Remember him, Chad? Uh, yeah, yes, I do. Yeah. And today, in um, see, now here's some wrestling history today. Um, forty years ago today. New Japan hosted in hosted um an event called New Japan Sumo Hall Show took place in Japan at the Japan Sumo Hall in Kuri Kurumai Kuri Jikan Tokyo in Tokyo Japan. Attendance was unknown. Yashi Yashiki Yashi Yoshika Yoshi Aki Fuji Fuji Rara defeated. Akira Mita, Akura Egan, and Kantaro Ushino defeated Kori Nuku and Usumakito. Tiger Mask I defeated Dynamite Kid. Kengo Kamura defeated Biko Boto Wamungo. Riko Kusho and CG Saguchi defeated Ken Patera and Rick McGraw. El Cannon defeated Toshumi Fujinami. By disqualification, Antonio Inoki defeated Stan Hansen by pinfall to become the NWF Heavyweight Championship champion. And 30 years ago today, New Japan Pro Wrestling Tour Day 7 took place in Japan. Attendance was 2,540. Black Cat defeated Oshimo Nishimura. Hayo Yoshi Yamamoto defeated Koji Kinamoto. Osimo Kido defeated Taka Yuki Izuko. Hiro Sato defeated Kuni Aki Kobayashi. Jushin Thunder Liger defeated Shiro Koshinaka defeated David Finley and Nurio Hanga. Black Cat defeated David Finley. Hiro Sato, Yoshi Yamamoto, Koji Kanamoto, 
Kuninaki Kobayashi, Mishi Yoshi Ahara Nirio Hanaga, Osimo Kido, Oshimo Ishimura, Shiro Koshinaka, Tayuki Izuka in a battle royal. Nikro Kasas defeated Owen Hart. Hiroshi Hase defeated Kenzo Suzuki Sasaki, and Riki Koshu defeated Great Kokina and Pegasus Kid and Samu in a six-person tag match. Kijimuto and Mushihashiro Masahiro Shona and Tusumi Fujinami defeated Scott Norton and Super Strong Machine and Tusumo Fujinami in a six-person tag match. And 30 years ago today on WWF Primetime Wrestling, Mr. Perfect and Brutus the Barber Beefcake are guests. And Stone Cold and 20 and 20 years ago today on Raw, Stone Cold, Triple H, and Edge and Christian defeated the Brothers of Destruction, Undertaker and Kane, and the Hardy Boys. And that's it. Okay. Also, like I was also going to say too, I did point out in the wrestling history and birthdays that we did have one somber birthday today, and that was today. I believe it was. Um, I don't remember how old he would have been, but uh, Freebird Terry Gordy, his birthday would have been today as well. Uh, just wanted to point this one. Also today, believe it or not, Justin, today is also John Cena's birthday. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, believe it or not, he actually shares a birthday with a late night talk show host, uh, John Oliver, and they've been teasing. They, they tease each other about this every single year that they're that because they turn the same age. So, but which is kind of unique there. So, on that note, here, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank, of course, thank Justin here as always. And also, of course, be sure to check out WWS Fan Empire on Facebook each and every day, ladies and gentlemen, to, of course, check out Justin's postings on, of course, all the wrestling and pop culture, history, and birthdays here, of course, here of the day as well. Of course, alongside the human suplex machine, John Gross, they are, of course, your WWS history team. They cannot be beat at all. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much for listening in to episode 980 of WCWS Revolution, as we said, 20 episodes away from the big 1,000. Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw here. By hereby, thanks to the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Funny, for joining us here, of course, here tonight. We did not, unfortunately, did not have an opportunity to hear from anyone else, including the human suplex machine, John Gross, or Danny from Oak Park, or the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, or the Ken Club, Mitt Patel. But hopefully we'll get a chance to hear from them a little bit more coming up here, of course, next week. Uh, <clears throat> of course, also, we did talk about, in addition to, of course, our wrestling news and views and pop culture and histories from both myself and Justin here tonight. We also, of course, brought up our thoughts and opinions that, about what happened, of course, tonight on SmackDown, including this shocking announcement that Bianca Belair will now have to defend the SmackDown women's title at WrestleMania backlash against Bailey, which uh, my still my personal opinion to this very day does not deserve any more shots at that belt for the time being. But that's just our personal opinion about that. 
Also, of course, we did give our JD and Justin did they did give their personal predictions about all eight matches for this coming Sunday's Impact Rebellion event. And also, of course, the announcement that George Stoffless is the brand new WCW US GWI Unified World Heavyweight Champion. And then, of course, a poll match will be made after the Rebellion pay-per-view this Sunday um, as he will now defend that belt against Chris Harris and Chance Sullivan since they were the only ones that received any votes in, in this big poll. And of course, that person that that person will win the WWE USGWI Unified Title. Will Jordan be able to hold on to it, or will Chris Harris or Chance Sullivan be able to dethrone him? We'll find that out here, of course, here after the Revolution pay per view on uh, on Sunday. We'll also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, be be posting the report t- talking about the talking about officially the. Uh, the winners, hopefully we'll be able to give you the official winners of the Impact Rebellion Prediction Title Challenge next week here as well. And also who will go after both the, the Impact U.S. Rebellion and Slammiversary Championships and who will be going after all the other championship belts that we have here in uh, that we have, of course, under the Impact U.S. umbrella. We'll let you know all about that here coming up here uh, very, very soon. <clears throat> But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, um, of course, coming up here right after Revolution goes off the air, I will be coming back on here in the next couple of moments to bring you, of course, our our late-night analysis show, WCW US Aftermath, as I will be talking about, of course, uh, from our good friends, hopefully, at BleacherReport.com, giving you, of course, the full stats and their analysis and my personal opinion as to what happened tonight here, of course, on SmackDown. Um, we hope to, of course, you have a great weekend, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, by all means, please, please enjoy, please check us out on Power Hour this uh, tomorrow evening at six o'clock, one four one three six four pound, as well as WWS this morning, Sunday morning at eight a.m. eight o five eight six one three pound. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to you enjoy the Impact Rebellion event coming up here this Sunday as well. Revolution episode 980 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, five years older, continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves and each other, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, continue to play it safe here. Of course, with this pandemic, of course, still lingering, uh, lingering about. We're not completely out of the woods of it yet. But we hope to be, of course, here very, very soon. Of course, everyone, of course, um, uh, playing it safe, of course, taking their shots and every, and all that other good stuff, of course, here along those lines. Uh, but but definitely, of course, continue to keep your hands clean, keep yourself clean, and, of course, we're doing a whole lot of praying as we, of course, continue to, of course, uh, uh, of course, like I said, get back to some degree of normalcy here coming up here very, very soon. <clears throat> For now, ladies and gentlemen, please take care and God bless. Uh, like, we, like we said before, since 2015, um, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, WCWS Radio Network. Check out all of our pages on Facebook. We will be posting more and more stuff throughout the weekend. That will be some great stuff to check out. Everything from 
classic game shows, the classic sports games, the classic wrestling matches. Be sure to check out everything we've got posted, of course, in the WWE US stable of groups on Facebook and as well as all of our uh, class, all of our episodes of all of our shows here, of course, here uh, in the radio network on talkshoe.com as well. Take care and God bless here, folks. This is, of course, the one and the only the WCW US radio network. Justin, have a good evening there, partner. We'll talk at you over the weekend and also next week. Take care, sir. Have a great one.